What's going on, everybody? Listening to the Fairweather Podcast, boy 2K Suave. I'm here with my boy A Rodriguez, A Sap Penis, <laughs> ASA Penis. What's going on, man? Uh, not much, man. Uh, just a very eventful show uh, that we're gonna have today. The NFL draft is tomorrow, so we have a show dedicated to the entire draft. So it's gonna be really easy from there. Um, give you the rundown. Right, the rundown is the it's all NFL draft, 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 draft. We gonna hit every topic that needs to be hit, everything that's been floating through the news. The Jags are officially on the clock, followed by the New York uh, Jets, and then uh, eventually we'll get to the train wreck that is the Philadelphia Eagles at twelve, unless we trade up, and then we round it out tomorrow with uh, the all twenty-two starter returning Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They look like they might be trying to go for a little two-piece. So uh, we're going to break down everything today. Yeah. Um, we'll talk, you know, the quarterbacks in the draft. We'll talk big surprises that could possibly happen in the drafts, uh, what players could fall, what could rise, possible trade scenarios, things like that. We'll discuss yeah. our teams. And then lastly, we'll just compare our mock drafts that we just released today. And everybody loves to crucify KK on his mock drafts. Um, I love it. I, l- I love that nobody has anything bad to say about me. I'm like them. I'm, I'm the because you you give everybody what they want to see. You're too nice. You want to see Najee Harris. You want to help make. You want everyone to be happy. I <laughs> I just keeps it real, and I like to see chaos. And we always know there's always chaos in the draft. It oh, never absolutely. goes in the Clannon wasn't it Clannon Flarrow? <laughs> it never goes according to plan. Oh, absolutely not. These things Thank happen. You. And the crazy thing is, is I, I just kept it as the, the draft, uh, the draft is going accordingly. I didn't make any trades like you did in mine yeah. and I was about to. And then right when I was about to make like four trades on my, on my uh, board, I got like six notifications about stupid things. I was like, I'm just going to leave it as is, man. It's, it's just messing with my head at this point. Yeah. The, the uh, Teddy Bridgewater trading didn't change. Um, it didn't really change how what I think because I still I haven't picked Rashawn Slater but still it's like oh okay maybe they just they went and clear room for another quarterback so it's like a, a lot of stuff is going to happen pre-draft and then dra- the actual draft night is going to be sometimes it's really silent it just goes one through 32 with two trades or something I feel like tomorrow tomorrow you know there, there hasn't been any uh you know there wasn't a, a combine you know, we're just going off of people's pro days and fake 40s. Yeah, exactly. So we, don't even, we don't even really, we really don't know what we're getting ourselves into right now. This, this is this is a crazy time. So uh, I'm, I'm excited, personally. You said Mac Jones ran a 4-4, my ass, man. <laughs> Mac, Jones, Mac Jones is the fastest quarterback in the draft. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> Pocket uh, stick, quarterback. <laughs> stick on the topic of Mac Jones. We're going to go uh, – into QB talk for this draft. This is a, a deep QB class. There's a there's a big five uh, with Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trevor Justin Lawrence. Fields, Trey Lance, and Mac Jones is the big five in this draft. There's some other guys sitting on the bubble that could make a possible impact and make a, a second round pick or even maybe even sneak into the first round and, and Trask and Mon, Trask. and um, the dude from Texas. This is a bunch of good little quarterbacks outside that you can wait on and get maybe um 
But if you had to rank, we obviously know Tra- Trevor Lawrence is going first. And the Jets have already said they're taking Zach Wilson, but you know, there's always that what if we do this and shock the world? Correct. Um, <clears throat> what do you, who do you think the top, if you had a rank of those five or of all the quarterbacks, who would you rank as your top five coming into this draft? Um, Trevor Lawrence, I've been high on Trevor Lawrence since the first time I ever saw him on a, on a, on a Clemson football jersey. I'm like, yo, that dude, Sunshine, Sunshine can ball, Sunshine can ball. So Trevor Lawrence, I was a little concerned about, um, I guess they were t- they were interviewing him or his family or something like that a couple of weeks ago. And he was talking about he's not, he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder and he he's not driven to win. He's not driven by championships. It kind of comes across as he's not obsessed with football, which is, you know, it's kind of scary because it has like a lot of Andrew Lux written on it. Because to me, Trevor Lawrence and Andrew Luck are similar in the fact that they just had, to me, just naturally gifted players. But Andrew Luck retired at 30. Any man that can do that, that's scary because you just, the first overall pick as a quarterback, you want them to be there for 15, 20 years. You know, we've been spoiled by like the Tom Brady's of the world and Peyton Manning's and, you know, stuff like that. So you want them to be there as, as a lifer, essentially. Uh, so I was a little concerned about that as far as comments that he made. But as far as actual talent, he's leaps and bounds number one. Then it gets tricky. You know, we said five. So obviously Mac, uh, Trey, uh, your boy, potentially Zach <laughs> and, and Justin. I got Justin Fields as my number two. As a, as a Michigan Wolverine, you know, fan, you know, I have a lot of re- respect. You know, I can have, you can hate a team, but have respect for a team. And I don't like Ohio State, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I have a lot of respect for everything that they put out. And I know the kind of talent they put out. And I've been very low on, Ohio State quarterbacks um, historically. I don't, I've never really, really thought that they would ever translate well to the NFL. Um, but I think Justin Fields is, is a different story. I think he's a different story. I think he can, he can be the one that kind of breaks that mold. So I got Justin Fields as my number two. Um, so now we're looking at Zach Wilson and Trey Lance and Mac Jones. I, I, again, it's just pro day. It's just pro day. I've seen two pro days from uh, Trey Lance. That boy's got some skills. He's the 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 the, the modern day quarterback, twenty twenty one version of what you need in a quarterback. He's got quick feet. He's got he's athletic as hell. He can throw the deep ball. He can throw on the run. He can create nothing out of something. And people are gonna say, you know, oh, in the competition, look. And twenty nine, I think it was twenty nineteen. Uh, they they won like the 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 FCS it's the FCS North Dakota State where Carson Wentz came from. Uh, they won the uh, the championship. Uh, he threw zero interceptions in that whole season. Now I don't care what level of competition you're playing. If you throw zero interceptions in a season, that that is impressive. That is, that is very impressive. So I you know the people said there's concerns about his accuracy. I mean. I don't know, man. That that that's he's probably because he's a black quarterback. They just assume that he's not accurate. But Trey Lance is nice, bro. I, I like what I saw just from on what I've seen on film and what I've seen just in, in pro days. Might during shorts and and you know tights and stuff. So you don't really get to know. But I think he's gonna translate pretty well. Uh, then we're now looking at Zach and Mac. But I don't I don't know any I don't know enough about 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 Zach Wilson. 
Uh, but he's athletic as well. But he went to BYU, and outside of Steve Young, I don't really know anybody else who, as a quarterback that went to BYU that you can you can like hang your hat on. Uh, you may you may know because you, you're probably paying close attention. Um, but I mean, Mac Jones, he Mac Jones was spoiled with a lot of weapons, in, you know, with Alabama. So I got Mac Jones as my four. Just I mean, when they when they asked Devontae Smith, you know, between him and Tua, Devontae Smith said. Mac Jones so quickly, I was like, Mac Jones got something. So I'm going to go Mac four. And then Zach Wilson, number five, he might – look, you know I love you, bro, but he might end up being the bust of the draft. Because you know there's never a situation where all the quarterbacks are successful. It's impossible. Oh, absolutely. He may end up being the Mitchell Trubisky of the draft. Yeah, man. Um, so – if I had to rank mine, I would say Lawrence would be my first. Anybody that can beat Alabama, you know, is is a pretty good player. Yeah. And pretty dominant in his conference as well. Right. Uh since I saw him play too, I knew he was he was built for for the big stage. I don't get the Andrew vibe, Andrew Luck vibes from him, uh, but I get starting caliber 15 year out of you uh quarterback from him for sure. I hope so. Because yeah. I'll, I'll tell people whenever I see, you know, whenever people talk about Trevor Lawrence, I'm like, look, they say this is the greatest prospect since Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning, if it wasn't for Tom Brady, Peyton Manning would be, he would have a lot of more rings and things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Two, and two, I got Justin Fields too. Just, just what you saw in the national championship game, the will to win, yeah. to go out there and try and, you know, with messed up body, uh, Able to play though, not like Jalen Waddle style. Like Jalen Waddle should not have even been on that field. No, no, I blame Nick Saban for that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he's like my, my seniors want or my my upperclassmen want to play type thing. Nah, yeah. but Justin Justin Fields went in there and he made some pretty good plays. Uh, he's pretty smart in the pocket and he's he's pretty accurate and he's kind of quick. So he's he would be my two. Okay, three, four, and five is is where it's going to get a little tricky for me. I'm going to put. Zach Wilson there because he's getting all these crazy hype uh, comparisons. Russell Wilson, accurate passing, quick. He's got, like I told you, he's got Hawaiian blood in him. So that's, that's the Hawaiian side that you like. <laughs> that's that's the only thing I like of him. Is that I'm gonna put him there at three, just for that reason. And then four and five is kind of tricky for me. I'm gonna put. I don't like either one of these guys for the most part. I, I like them. Don't get me wrong. I just like towards it's on my list. I got to put them there. Trey Lance has a very small sample size, in my opinion. He does. You got to see his pro day and it was electrifying. Like imagine a, imagine a, a 300 pound defensive lineman coming at you. Can you make that still happen? If there's a guy covering your receiver, can you still make that throw? That's what I want to see, you know? So pro days, they get me excited. But at the same time, it's like if your sample size is small as Trey Lance's, um, it's it's it doesn't really. Do but much. define define sample size because I mean, there's a lot of players who played one seat great. Joe Burrow, one great season of college football, number one pick. The only um, Cam Newton, one great season of of college football, number one pick. Mm-hmm. But Cam Newton also won a, a national championship. So that's he's got. And then to oh. Trey Lance's defense, he won a national championship too. But in the, I mean, I, it was I know it was an FCS, 
Yeah. Carson Wentz came from the same, you know, the, the same kind of background. He's not, I, he, he wouldn't be the first player. My, I know. My biggest tip to that is this year he played one game and it was, you didn't get to see much out of Trey Lance. So you're going off of a year before. I like to see progression. If you're going to play a second year, at least give me five games in the season before you decide to get hurt and sit out for the season because you want to focus on the draft. Give me that to see. So one game really didn't do it for me. Um, so I'm going to put Trey Lance as my five, actually. Okay. And Mac Jones, both of these guys are interchangeable for me. Mac Jones, like, he's good. He's obviously playing at Alabama, but Alabama, you get the entire toys to play with. Yeah. They're a running running back breeding school. They've been, according to like Bleacher Report, whoever's been doing it, they ranked them number one in running back uh, uh, production. Devonta Smith, your boy said, we're number one wide receiver school too. Don't count us out. They, They really are. If you think about the guys in the league that are, that are from Alabama and the guys that are coming in the league from Alabama, they have decent tight ends. They have a great O-line. They have everything that you need. So Mac Jones, all he had to do was not fuck up. That's all he had to do. So he waited his turn, just like every Alabama quarterback, and he got the job done. So I would put I would put Mac at my four. So I got Lawrence, Fields, Wilson, Jones, and Lance. That was That's what fair. I had. That's yeah. fair. I'm again yeah. – at the end of the day, you never really know. Like, it's all, you know, because everyone's playing in different schools. You know, Mac plays at SEC. Uh, you know, we see a lot of these Oklahoma quarterbacks go high, but they're playing the Big 12, which is like no defense. So you never really know until, you know, millions of people are watching them. They're on Fox, CBS, or ESPN. And there's the people as athletic as them that weigh twice their size running at them. In the NFL, the best of the best from every school. So you never really know until, you know, you, you kind of get a couple seasons in, you know. So this is obviously, you know, we don't know, but I think we can all safely say Trevor Lawrence is that guy. You know, he's he's the dude. You know what I mean? So it yeah. all depends. it all depends what they put around him too, man. He could be that dude, but if if he doesn't trend. It's very rare you find the Peyton Mannings, the Andrew Lux, the Aaron Rodgers that can make guys better around them. But that's what they compare him to. Let's let's pray that is what what happens there. I'm about to be a Jacksonville fan, so when when the Eagles messes up this draft, oh. I got it's kind of green. I'm not going to the Jets. No offense. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go be with Urban Meyer in them. <laughs> I'm 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 kind of hesitant being a Jets fan as always. Anyway, so, but. We know what's going one. We know Lawrence is going one. We know yeah. two is, is Wilson from what the Jets have said already. We're taking Zach Wilson. We got rid of Darnold. So this is going to be the new guy that we're bringing in. 49ers are in a toss-up. They already said that they're they're not taking Justin Fields. Yeah. They're, they're tied, and I don't they get smoke, that. They're smoking that good, good. I don't, I don't understand that one. <laughs> so it's in a it's in a tug-of-war between ownership and or the front office and the head coach. Uh, front office wants Trey Lance, head coach wants Mac Jones. What do you see San Francisco doing at that position? Could they be like pulling a, you know, the cover over our eyes and they're really going to take Justin Fields? Or That's, you- Honestly, that could really honestly be it. Now, I know on our mocks, you put Mac, I put Trey, mm-hmm. right? I'm not, so I'm not that, look, look, I know we saw Mac Jones in the in the biggest stage, win it all, right? Yeah. But I'm not as sold on Mac Jones as people are because he is spoiled with the talent that he had around him. 
super spoiled. And in the in this, let's look at the NFL right now. Tom Brady aside, because Tom Brady is an anomaly that will never be replicated. Who would you say right now are the better quarterbacks in the NFL? We got Deshaun Watson, hope you know, with obviously everything he's going through, but Deshaun Watson, he's pretty mobile, right? Patrick Mahomes, he's pretty mobile, right? Um, I mean, who 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 would you say? Josh Allen. Josh yeah. Allen's super mobile. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. so Mac Jones hasn't shown me anything about outside the pocket. Everything he does is because it's it's that spread. It's that spread where you got Jalen Waddle on one end, Devontae Smith. You still have Rugs and Judy with you on the field. Well, he didn't have that, but you have a superstar wide receiver core, the best offensive line in college football, the best or second best running back in college football. Like it's you're spoiled. You're super spoiled. So if Mac Jones now, who's more ready to win right now? Probably Mac Jones over Trey. But long term, I think Trey Lance fits what the NFL is looking for right now. I think, Somebody who's able to get out the pocket and create. I, I agree. I think I think you hit the nail right on the head, though, because I think what the ownership sees or the front office sees is that they see that a mobile quarterback will get you will get you wins right now. Yeah. I think the t- the prototypical quarterback that's been there under the the Shanahan it's Shanahan, right? Kyle Shanahan's head coach. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan under the Shanahan um, regime has been the pocket quarterback because Garoppolo ain't no runner. He's not that really a, a runner. Yeah, Bethard. he's not. And when he tried to run, he tore his ACL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mathard isn't a, a, a runner. The other guy that's the backup, he's not really a runner. Yeah. Um, that That's the type of quarterbacks that have been there in San Francisco. Even Alex Smith, going back to Alex Smith, he's not really a running quarterback. He's more of a pocket, you know, game manager type of guy. And that's what right. they think Mac Jones is. Right. Um, I don't knock that. Like I, I admire the guys that that play that style of football. But you better get a good O line, and you better have a great O line, and you better have weapons for him to to be throwing to. And in, in my opinion, the guys in uh, the 49ers, there's nobody that catches my eye that's a, a great talent out there, uh, wide receiver, running back wise. Well, I mean, Debo's Debo's okay. Debo's okay. Debo's a good receiver. I wish he – I want to see more from him. But to his defense, I mean, who 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 is he playing with, like, quarterback-wise? Like, I don't it's, – it's, so it's really hard – it's really hard to say that he's a bad receiver because I, I haven't seen enough to know that. Um, and then who else – I mean, who else do they have outside of Goodwin? I don't even know. I think I don't even think Goodwin's there anymore. But, like, most – I mean, not Goodwin, outside of Debo. Because I know Goodwin's gone. They have Ayak. That they drafted in oh, the first round. Brandon Ayuk is good. He's Brandon Ayuk is a good receiver. So Debo and Brandon are two good receivers. Who else they got? I couldn't tell you, man. Like I don't know the 49ers like that. That's they had uh what's his name who just retired because all the concussions, the tight end. Um they have Kittle too. I mean, that's they have Kit Bro. What are you talking about? They have Debo, Brandon Ayuk, and Kittle and an amazing running game. Yeah, and a good and a very good offensive line. So honestly, to the answer most- your question, what do I see? They're gonna draft Matt Jones. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it all- because that's a win now move. That's but that's that's what the pitch that Shannon has to make to the front office. That's what he has to do. He's got to go in there and say, "Listen, this is what we've been doing here. This is what we need to get done. Let's keep it. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We've already been to the the promised land once. 
Let's go try it this way. You, I bet. So did, did they say who said what? Like who wants uh, Lance and who wants Matt? Or we're just if that's just a report. No, that's what I told you is what it is. The front office wants Lance, and yes, and Shanahan is high off of. Go off back of and look at Shanahan's track record. He's had Kirk Cousins when he was an offensive coordinator in Washington. He had um um God uh, Matt Ryan uh, with the Falcons when he was you know doing that thing. He's had Shab over in Houston. They all look like Mac Jones. They all play <laughs> like Mac Jones. They all he's. Man, I wish my I wish I could redo my mock a thousand percent. If it's his decision, if it's that's the thing, if it's his decision, because it's even yeah. because I, I was I was I was hearing on uh, I was watching uh Shannon and Skip talk about it because Shannon Sharp is really uh close to to, to Mike Shanahan, Kyle's uh, father. Yeah, and Mike is like kind of like the final say all because Kyle, whatever Mike says, Kyle's gonna go with. Um and Mike, remember when RG3 and Kirk Cousins were, were uh, in the draft and they got drafted in the same year? Yeah. The front office, the front office wanted RG3 and he wanted Kirk Cousins. So if the final decision is with the coach, they're definitely going with Mac Jones. If the final decision is with the GM, because ultimately it is, they'll probably go Trey Lance. But if that's if that's the case, I think Mac Jones is definitely going to be going at three, just because just because of that, just because of Shanahan. That's what he wants because he know he had Garoppolo and they went to, they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he feel because Mac Jones threw 77 percent last year. If you, if you if a quarterback can stay healthy and he's throwing in the upper 70s like Drew Brees does, you expect to go to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, definitely, yeah. Mac Jones. The Shanahan effect is live, man. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, with that being said, what's the tiff with Justin Fields? Like, why is nobody giving him respect? Like, he looked like a solid first overall pick, and then Lawrence said he's coming out. Then we said, okay, well, he's definitely going too, and now he's starting to slide. What's what's the tiff? Do you think teams have with him coming into the draft? Besides that, he's a black black quarterback. Besides that. I mean that's definitely a big thing. No, 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 no. I think in, in this day and age, they did because of the, the 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 new quarterback is a black quarterback. They look past that, so I don't think that's what it what it is. He probably does not. I don't know. It, it could just be his his interviewing skills. They're like I'm a recruiter, right? And I see people's resumes all the time, and some people have the most amazing resumes. So, for example, Justin Fields, his tape. His uh, his stats, his accolades are probably amazing, but those same people I recruit that have an amazing resume, horrible interviewers. They probably say things that, like, damn. So like I've the- seen people. What's up? Said so don't say the n word in the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people. I've seen people with amazing resumes that just don't test well or they just don't um, interview well. It could just be that people are just, he's probably just not a great interviewer and just rubbing people the wrong way. He's probably not the most fun person to be around. I don't know. It could be that. But, and it could also be they're, they're tired of seeing Ohio State quarterbacks that continuously are not good in the NFL. I mean, it's like a trend. Like, I remember when the, when the Giants drafted Daniel Jones. I laughed my ass off. I'm like, you didn't drive Dwayne Haskins? 
And then he went 15, and he's off the team in three years. So, and we, you can keep going back, you know, like they even had, what's his name that won the Heisman back in 06? Um, Roy Smith. Smith. They've Cardinal had, Jones, they've had players that, that have changed from, from quarterback to receiver in the NFL now. They've had a lot of quarterbacks that do really good at Ohio State, but they can't cut it in the NFL. They're probably just assuming he's just another one of those, you know, those Ohio State boys that can't cut it over here. Could yeah, be that. I, I I kind of agree with you there. I could play the black black quarterback stigma as well. I, I don't know what it is, man. I know some teams really, really like him. I know Bill Belichick loves him. And if Bill can make the move up to get him, I bet he would. Did you see that uh, video that the NFL posted that Cam Newton was at his at, at I think is Cam Newton was at Justin Fields High School thing or Justin Fields came to Cam Newton's camp. But Cam Newton, this is like when Justin Fields was still in high school. This is the best quarterback in high school. Da da da. He's about to tear it up. And if 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 he's the type of quarterback that's like. Yo, coach, you should draft him. Then maybe, you know, but when have you ever seen Bill Belichick go draft the quarterback in the first round? True, but but also when have you ever seen Bill Belichick one stay in the first round and two pay a lot of money to get players this year? Like he doesn't do that. Because typically Bill Belichick is drafting 29, 30, 31, to 32. This is the first time he's at 15. So it's very weird. Like, oh, he's drafting at 15. Whoa, whoa. But he's probably going to trade back. He's probably going to trade back or trade out of the first round altogether. But quarterback in the first, I don't know. I just, it it doesn't, that and Bill Belichick does not go hand in hand to me. Yeah, it doesn't for me either. But if if Bill sits pretty at 15 and something falls to him, like Bill's in a nice place for something really good to fall to him. That's talent wise. When you keep looking, it could be Devontae Smith. It could be Justin Fields. It could be Parsons, man. There's no reason Parsons isn't going in the top. Now, 10. Originally, I told I, I think the one I sent you yesterday, the the mocks that I sent you, I had Justin Fields falling to 15 mm-hmm. to to to, to uh, Bill, but then I slept on it. I woke up this morning, I went to my to the new crunch in South Tampa now because I'm a you know, which, which is like packed, it's like a sardine can. It, yo, it really is because it's smaller too. I was like, damn, this is a small-ass crunch. But anyway, I'm riding a little exercise bike, and I look on the screen looking at who had picks, and it hit me. I won the exercise bike. Bill Belichick is not drafting the quarterback in the first round. It don't matter who. It does. And that's when I texted you. Yo, I'm changing my, I'm changing my draft. Ain't yeah. no way Bill Belichick is drafting the quarterback in the first. <laughs> so with that being said, there's definitely going to be a trade. We'll get to that into the next segment about what we think could happen trade-wise. Right. Um, fields may fall. We know we know Lance will probably be – actually, it could be Fields or Lance that goes next. It depends. Um, but the Bears, the Bears need a quarterback, and they're pretty, you know, antsy to get one. The likeliness of Fields falling there is pretty, pretty low that he's going to fall to the Bears. So my question is, do you see any anybody outside of those five entering the first uh, entering the first round? Then kind of like a Trask, kind of like a Mond, Ellinger, somebody like that that the Bears. Think, are but by. think about it. Why the hell would they trade? Why why the hell would they waste the first round pick on a player that they know is going to be there in the second? 
Trask is going to be available for them in the second. So they might trade up in the second round to go get him or the third round. But, you know, there's no reason to trade. I mean, there's no reason to draft the quarterback in the first if it's not in the top five. It's true. But historically, it's been it's been proven. I mean, the one guy I was thinking a couple podcasts ago uh, that the Browns tried to, to, to draft and hope he would pan out was Brandon Wheaton. That guy was like over the hill quarterback and did absolutely He's nothing. He's 28 years old when they drafted him. Yeah. And he went first round. Yeah, I, I remember. Historically, anything can happen. I mean, Trask's numbers look nice. His his uh, NFL grade uh, is pretty high. I think it's in the top 15. So that's, that's, that's pretty good. Listen, you know why Trask's numbers look great? Because of his wide receivers. Because, no. And because of Kyle Pitts. Be, because of the top, to me, the best player in the draft, Kyle Pitts, because of him. That's why, because I've seen him play without Kyle Pitts on the field. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. Not the same. Kyle Pitts is a mon, mon, monster. So, Trask is talented. Don't get me wrong. But I wouldn't even, I personally would not draft him in the second round either. Now, will I eat my words? I don't know. It, it depends on who drafts him. But the Bears, who they got? Allen Robinson, that's it. They got the good running back. But it's not like the Bears are – uh, a crazy destination I'll be running to go to because even with the Packers, like look, look at the division. They got Aaron Rodgers to deal with. And when Aaron Rodgers is gone, I'm pretty sure Jordan Love is going to, you know how Aaron Rodgers did with Brett Favre? I have a very good feeling that Jordan Love is going to be the same thing to Aaron Rodgers where he just takes over and keeps that shit going because that's how they do it in Green Bay. Yeah. And then, I mean, Detroit sucks. So they, they know they're going to suck forever. Minnesota, and they either great or not, great or not. So it's like it just depends on what the year is. So it depends on what they want to show up or not. Yeah. And fuck Brett Favre, man. I don't want to talk about Brett Favre. Yo, <laughs> for real. Listen, I used to love Brett Favre, but that boy, that boy is is sleep, unwoke. I'm like, bro, you need to wake the fuck up and read the room, bro. Talk talk football and and do your your copper commercials and, and listen, man. I got. I uh last year, you know, because of COVID, I bought a a mask mm-hmm. uh, so I can go like go to the gym with. It was the copper. What is it? What is it called? The copperhead. Copper yeah, I don't know. Yeah, copper. copper the copper mask. I bought one too, and that shit was uncomfortable. And I'm like, damn, Brett Favre, you screwed me once, you screwed me twice, you screwed me thousand times, bro. I'm tired. I'm tired of Brett. Brett need to. I'm, Brett need to go somewhere. Go back. He he from Mississippi, so you know it. I get it. I get it. I understand. Uh, let's go to the next segment. Um, surprise, surprise. Uh, teams are looking to wheel and deal. Um, now that Teddy Bridgewater has been moved. Random, but not random, but it happened. It happened. I feel bad. This, this is why I say the black quarterback, man. Teddy did nothing wrong last year. Teddy had a decent year. Listen, he had no line and was – it's not Teddy's fault. That is – the thing about Teddy is that he's not athletic. <laughs> it's crazy to say because the whole notion of a black quarterback is the athletic quarterback. Even if Teddy was white, it'd be the same thing because Teddy is just a – he's a re- – for, for, for a dude from South Florida, he's not athletic. Yeah. He's, athletic to, he's athletic if you're from, from Utah or North Dakota – but this from for somebody who's he went to uh what Miami Northwestern right yeah he's from South he's from Miami 
I'm like, Brad, how are you not more athletic? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So his game just doesn't do Sam Darnold. Remember that run he had? Like I think it was Monday Night Football. Seventy yards. He dug. I was like, oh, that dude's athletic. Teddy Bridgewater, he don't got that, and he got a, he got an effed up knee from yeah. on top of that. So it's like I think that's I think that's why I think ever since that he changed his style of play because I he was never watching, athletic. Come on, uh, I remember watching I I watched him play USF and I remember watching him in that game and he was moving around like crazy. No, nah, but he's he's still nice. Don't get me wrong. I loved I love Teddy. I love yeah. Teddy. Oh, he just needs to be in a situation where they want a veteran quarterback. He he's getting that Tyrod Taylor treatment. Yeah, I think like, it's starting to happen now. And I think, yeah. but I think he ended up in a good place because John Elway loves a good quarterback. I think Teddy's good and he's got two good receivers and a good tight end out there. I, I think the I think the Broncos still probably draft a quarterback in the first I round. I agree. No, I'm not I'm not fighting that, but so, I agree. I don't know. That was John that's confusing. Loves, John Elway loves competition. So question I have for you is what teams do you think could move up and move down in this draft? Like who do you Let's go first. Who do you see could move up to to snag somebody? Um, the Bronx. Well, see, when I we when I was originally thinking about this question, the Broncos. But then they got Teddy, and I don't know what they're trying to do because they got Teddy, and they got a uh, oh boy from Memphis that they just got. Well, cool kid that knows rap songs. It ain't it ain't Paxton Lynch. No, nah, not Paxton Lynch. God, Lee. You talking about Drew Locke? Drew Locke. Jesus Lord. I'm my 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 listen, I just moved, guys. My brain is not where it needs to be. Drew Locke, they got Drew Locke, who's a guy, he's a nice guy, but he's not a franchise quarterback. And they got Teddy Bridgewater, who to me is the same thing. Very, you know, you like the guy. You want him to be successful, but he's probably not your franchise quarterback. So what does San Francisco do at three? Are they if they draft Mac Jones? I think Broncos probably go trade up and go get Trey Lance. Why? They have Teddy Bridgewater start this year. They do. They get rid of Drew Locke, and they kind of have uh, Trey Lance just prepare, right? But if the Bron- if the 49ers draft Mac Jones, I mean uh, Trey Lance, I don't think the Broncos want would want Mac Jones. So it really just depends. Like the 49ers moving up to three a couple weeks ago kind of really changed the landscape of the draft to me mm-hmm. so i have the i think the broncos are going to move up but that just really contingent on what uh the 40 the yeah the 49ers do i think that uh you said just trading up right for for now right yeah who, who do you what teams do you think could trade up uh people people keep talking about the patriots trading up i don't see it i don't either i think if I had to do, choose a wild, not even a wild card, but two teams that would make sense if they're desperate to like, all right, let's go get this guy, Washington or Chicago. Yeah, that's that was mine with Chicago for sure. To me, if it, I don't know what they're looking for, right? Uh, Washington, they just they just had the Dwayne Haskins experience, and now they have, you know, the Heineken, Heineken, whatever. That they're they're off of Alex Smith now. Uh, so Washington like may feel like our, our defense is this good. Uh, we got some weapons on the outside. Let's just go trade up because they got what's his name? Oh, uh, Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. and uh, Heineke. They're not going to be the reason why you win the Super Bowl, no, but 
you can go get you a, a, I mean, a Mac Jones that like, you know, trade up to go get him or go trade. If Mac, I think if Mac Jones does not get drafted by the 49ers and he starts to fall a little bit, you'll see Washington or Chicago go after him because right. Andy Dalton, Richard Trubisky, Heineken, and Fitzpatrick are not taking you to the promised land. They're good stories, but they're not taking you to the promised land. Yeah, well, Trubisky's Trubisky's in Buffalo now, so you ain't got to worry about him anymore. He's in Buffalo. Yeah, he's a backup now. So, Damn, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, so the um, Washington and and the Bears are kind of in the same situation if if you think about it. Yeah, they they have kind of like a, the makings of a decent offense, a good O line, and a defense that's gonna be the majority of your game like the, the the game changer for you so all you need is a guy at the helm that you can coast by with right and i think the perfect guys for that are you know fitzpatrick and and uh uh the red rocket are, are two good guys to have there um the problem is is you don't have them for a very long time because they're obviously up there in age correct so if they're i think the bears have been really linked to mac jones and they like mac jones so if Mac Jones doesn't go three, they could just wait and maybe pick <clears throat> pick up Mond or Ellinger or or Trask in the second round. And then same thing with the Washington football team. Like they could easily do that as well. Um, but I would agree if someone were to move up, it's gotta be it's gotta be one of those two teams to, to move up. That that would what, so what do you based on the news that we just got, what do you think? Um, the Broncos are thinking what the Broncos are thinking. Actually, I think Broncos could move up two to four <clears throat> and because and Atlanta's willing to trade that pick. Atlanta was waiting for the right thing. And the problem is, is I know Denver doesn't want to give up too much because they're not sitting in a bad spot to get a yeah. quarterback, but is it the quarterback that they want to get correct? There? Because the-, the scary thing about them is that they're right behind Carolina. Now, I know this guy Sam, but Carolina had uh, they made it clear. We're not out of the running for a quarterback. And they, so they're obviously putting that information out there so that maybe a team will get desperate and trade with them. Uh, but at, Carolina and Atlanta are two teams. So if we get to the segment about the trading down, Atlanta could probably trade down. Detroit can, will probably trade down because um, in my mock, I have uh, Detroit trading down with Denver. So because I have I have San Francisco picking uh, Trey Lance, and then Denver is like, oh, Justin Fields is still available. So Denver will go ahead of Carolina to make sure that Carolina doesn't drive Justin Fields because Carolina would I think they would drive Justin Fields if he's there. Because to me, I mean, I like I, I think Justin Fields is a, little, is a little better than Sam Darnold. So yeah. I have for we're looking at teams that could potentially trade down. Detroit at seven, to, I think they can trade down. Atlanta at four could trade down. And that means at four and seven, there's a quarterback you really want. Yeah. And that's where teams will probably trade into. Yeah. And and the other thing is if if Mac Jones goes three, Atlanta's been pretty high on Trey Lance and Justin Fields. So Atlanta's they, been real high on Trey Lance. <laughs> yeah. So they could take one of those guys at four. Don't don't sleep on it. Like, yeah, of course. That that could definitely happen. But you think they would take a quarterback like this team right now? I say they don't trade Julio. Um, you know, they keep they keep Julio and Calvin. Let's say you add and because Matt Ryan can still Matt Ryan as president constructor could still win you a Super Bowl. 
Yeah. Is that is that a fair assessment? No, it's an absolute one. It's nothing okay. wrong with the So at four, Atlanta, if Atlanta has no business to me drafting a quarterback at four, because but it just depends on what the GM sees for the team. Do we think look, do we think we could beat Tampa Bay? Probably not right now. Do we think we could beat New Orleans? Probably not right now. Carolina? I mean, Carolina got a pretty good defense. McCaffrey will be back. We'll see what they do on quarterback. I think they may draft for Sean Slater. Will help their offensive line. Carolina is not is not terrible either. So it's like Atlanta has. I think Atlanta, it comes down to what what's Atlanta thinking? Because if they if they're thinking for now, Kyle Pitts would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're thinking for the future, then I think they trade down and go get. I don't know. It's so confusing with it because they're they're in a weird position where they're they're good enough, but they're not good enough. Yeah, they're they're shocking us right now because now they're taking calls on Julio Jones. Um, their draft day is coming right around the corner, so they could make a package to get him and do something. Who knows what? Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. But there's there's a new GM, right? There's a new GM in Atlanta. Yes, there is. Yeah. There's a new head coach in Atlanta. Yep. So there's a whole different lay of the land now. And that's and what always happens when, when somebody else comes in. They so want that, their quarterback. Yeah, that's that's the they way. All, if a new coach, a new gym click uh, click up, they want their quarterback. That's a good point. That's that's the way I always see it as. And yeah. Look at look at the Jets for instance. Like, um, we pulled the greatest draft trickery that I can think of because as as I'll always ride the Sam Darnold train to the to the wheels fall off, man. He was supposed to go first in that draft. Yeah. And we brought in Baker Mayfield for a workout and we, we decided to open our mouth and say, wow, this guy's really good. So Cleveland not doing their homework, brought him in and they decided to take him. And then we ended up getting Darnold. So I was like, wow, that was really good. Then we fired the GM who, who made that move. So Joe Douglas wasn't for it and Joe Douglas got rid of it. So change the guard. Go Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. I, I could see it is pits would be the the ideal thing to get there. Um, if but they're trying to win now, if you're trying to win now, yeah. but if you want to build for the future, I could see Justin Fields going for or Trey Lance. So it's really what they should do. Like you said, if I had to pick a team to move back, it'd be Atlanta, it would be Detroit, and you always got to put the Patriots in there to move back as well. The Patriots are gonna move back, they don't listen. I don't know. I have like a like a man crush on Bill Belichick. I'm like, this dude is such a shrewd operator. Cause you know, you know, all everything that has to do with the New England Patriots starts and stops with him. Mm-hmm. He will, he will, he is a very good now. He's missed, he's missed on some picks. Like uh they killed Harry and a lot of they, they drafted two tight ends last year. He might be he might be losing his luster a little bit. But when he started spending money this this season and he watched his boy Tom Brady that he created win another Super Bowl, I feel like he's back in that mode where, like, I'm about to show them something. So he might trade back. He might trade back. Um, what about what about later in the round? What do you anybody later? Like a little small move? Like they mean the Bucks could move out. The Bucks will probably move out. The Bucks could move out. I mean, because yeah, they don't need anything at first. They could acquire, yeah. Yeah, and even at that, like uh, Baltimore is now a pick at the very end. They could move back and get more picks for that as well. Yeah, yeah. a lot of things that are enticing that could happen. It just depends who needs what. Uh, at the last three, 
that's where you move back into the second round. So Correct. people are always trying to wheel and deal there. Yeah. Um, so anything can happen. At that I think point. the Chiefs, because they got uh, or, uh, what was the name? Brown from uh, from the Ravens, I think they don't really even have a need to pick right now. So they can go, all right. Because they're they, they, they looking to upgrade their defense. So what they should do is trade that pick and go get some – go add more players that they can put in their defense in the second, third, or fourth, fifth, whatever round. Yeah. So I feel like the Chiefs late – Chiefs and Bucks late are, are good contenders. Unless it's like a player they're like, wow, I can't believe no one drafted me. So. Yeah. Um, so we did teams that could move in and uh, up and down. Let's do players. If you had to pick a player that could fall in this draft, who would you say would be one that would fall? <laughs> There's, I got three. I got three really good ones. I think I've said them already. So I said Mac, but Justin Fields too. Those two, it just, you know, it's crazy. This, the 49ers have so much power in this draft. <laughs> I have no idea because depending on what they do, will change the whole landscape of the draft. The so, Dolphins, well, the Dolphins do as well too. If you don't, if you think about it, the Dolphins just traded Eric Flowers back that's to true. one. Good so point. They could, they could be going for Sewell. Good point. And um, even with that, they they asked the the guy, uh, the GM, and he had Waddle over Chase in his in his yeah. draft. I don't get that. You I know why? Because Tua, Tua played uh, really well with Waddle, and Jamar Chase went to LSU. So Tua, that's all. That's all Tua right there. So I, that one is that one doesn't surprise me. Now listen, if the Dolphins, oh my god. If the Dolphins draft uh, Jalen Waddle, whatever. Listen, I'll, we'll get to we'll get to. Never mind. I will say we're going to table this because we're going to talk about the Jets and the Eagles uh, a little bit later. But back to your original question. Uh, what was your original question? <laughs> what players could fall? The players, Mac, Mac, and um, Fields, because who only God knows what's going to happen with that one. Mm-hmm. Um. Outside of them, weirdly, weirdly, I feel like Michael Parsons can fall. That's one of mine. He's got and, a lot of off-field baggage. So yeah, that one, that one, I, that one weirdly could probably fall too. I'll, yeah, I mean, those are like my my three. Yeah, so I got I got Justin Fields just because everyone's just like passing on him for some reason, and I don't get why. I can see Justin Fields falling maybe as as low as Chicago with that pick there. I could see him there. Um, Micah Parsons is definitely, in my opinion, a top top six. Top I, everyone's saying he's a top eight talent, period. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a top 10 talent. Yeah. And he could fall to the Patriots and Bill Belichick, another turning of the wheel of a linebacker. He could just be the start of a new regime. Who, who have I picked? In my, in my mock draft. We both picked it. So Michael Parsons would be perfect for Bill. He would. He loves him a good linebacker. Absolutely. He, him, him and the Bengals love disgruntled players and Oakland. Or, or, or no, but here's the difference. The Bengals do a terrible job with the disgruntled players because yeah, they still get in trouble with the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, they get too many gun charges on those boys. <laughs> uh, and the other one I have is Devonta Smith. That's the other one that I have that could fall because... That one too, yeah. That one he, too. He's very depreciated on his size, and I hope he proves the league wrong because Marvin Harrison wasn't huge, but Marvin Harrison made some big fucking plays. That's that's a comparison I've heard as well. Now, listen, about Devontae, I was watching an interview 
of him earlier today. Mm-hmm. If he has to visit any GM, any president of the team or coach, he will blow them away just by his his the way he carries himself. He's a he his his size could be a reason why he falls. But all you have to do is bring him to the room, and you will know he plays way bigger than his size. He yeah. acts bigger than his size, so I don't think he's going to drop based on his character. I think I think that's undervalued a lot in the NFL now, and I hate that. I think character boy because it's hard. A guy with good character, in my opinion, is is more coachable than a disgruntled player. Absolutely. Oh yeah, of course. Like that's that's got to be a given, and I feel like that is not looked at anymore. They like like look what was the guy that came out of um was it. Oklahoma State or Oregon State Blackman, Justin Blackman. Yeah, the running the receiver. Yeah, the one to fourth Jackson. overall pick by the Jacksonville Jags. And he and he started off really hot, but he was a head case and he couldn't he couldn't keep it together. And then look at old boy from uh, Baylor that was with the uh, the Browns and the Patriots and the and the um, and the uh, Gordon. Yeah, Josh Gordon. That's another one. I like, but look, talent. I I've heard about Gordon, separated Blackman from Gordon. I heard Gordon as a person, that's what, think about it. There's a reason why he keeps, Blackman got suspended and got, he was out the NFL forever with Jacksonville. He never even got considered again, right? There's a reason why Gordon still gets brought around because he's actually a great character guy as a person. He just has a, he has a demon that he can't get rid of. And part of it is not even really a demon. I mean, Yes, he 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 did a lot worse than we before. I don't know what he's testing negative for, what he's testing positive for now, but it's not like it's not attitude. Yeah, it has nothing to do with atti- like <laughs> it's not positive attitude. <laughs> his he has a great attitude. Trust me, he's just he's just you know. Yeah. Like, we talked about DMX a couple weeks ago. DMX had demons. It's like I get it. I yeah, get some it. people just got that. One one last guy that I think could fall. Um, and he was supposed to be the best cornerback uh, in the draft. Is uh, Caleb Fairley? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that too. His back surgeries. That's another yeah. good one. But now the Saints apparently love him. So that's what. But be, be a good gift for him at that point. Who go look at my mock draft? Who do I have the Saints drafting? Caleb Fairley. Listen, I'm good at what I do. Y'all just wait for it to happen. But anyway, um, let's let's see. Who do you think could rise now in this draft? Who's a player who could rise? Who could rise in this draft based on what they're being projected as right now? Yeah. So a, a lot of people got Patrick Sertain going like between 10 and 14. He could go top seven. So that's not a huge rise. But Patrick Sertain, I think at some point you realize he's literally – remember when Okuda got drafted fourth by the by the Browns? Yeah. Wait, no, not Okuda. Denzel Ward, I'm sorry. For the, yeah. Not Denzel Ward. Got drafted because Okuda's at the Lions. Denzel Ward got drafted by the Browns for people didn't expect that, but he was the best corner in the draft by far. So, you know, everyone has a pretty consistent top six picks, but I think very easily Patrick Sertain could just be in that mix. Um, who else? There's always a random offensive lineman that'll that'll, that'll get a little bit higher. Yeah. Uh, so if I had to guess. Maybe Darisaw. Maybe the Eagles are stupid to draft uh, Darisaw. Uh, but he could probably go higher. Because to me, I think Panay Sewell and Rashawn Slater are two offensive linemen. I got going in the top 10. But very easily a third, like the Broncos. Let's say they're happy with uh, 
with Teddy Bridge, they may just draft an offensive lineman or something just because, like, oh, all right, we got a quarterback. So yeah. off- just expect a random offensive lineman to, 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 to rise. And, you know, uh, maybe, uh, maybe a running back, maybe a Najee Harris uh, gets into the top 15 somehow. And because everyone's got him going 23 or 24 right now. But uh, maybe he rises. Maybe it's a summer like we got to get this guy. He rises at the top fifteen. It could be. I mean, maybe the Patriots. Now the Patriots wouldn't do that. Dallas wouldn't do that. Uh, Minnesota wouldn't do that. How? Arizona. Arizona. I did see something like I did see something like that. But Arizona's drafted. Uh, what? Sixteen. Yeah, that could be a place. I mean, they just got Connor, but it's not like Connor's great. So, yeah. So, yeah, those are my my candidates. Oh, and Christian Barrymore. Yeah, Christian Barrymore's a like he's grading in top ten, uh, yeah. like player wise. Christian Bar- Christian Barrymore for sure. I can see Christian Barrymore being one. Um, yeah. Greg, Greg, the guy from uh, Miami, Greg Rosso. Yeah, Rosso. He's a he's a wild card man. Yeah, he's probably one guy that could go high, or he could fall to the second round. So yeah, that's one guy that I could see that could rise. I think he's I, I still think he's day one potential, but he could be day two. But he's a wild card. He could go, he could go as high as like top, I want to say, you know, in the 15. He could go there. Um, that's one guy I have. Uh Zaven Collins is another one. Yeah. Also, I know he fits the Bill Belichick mold perfectly on the linebacker <laughs> role. So yeah. I think that's the guy that Bill could be targeting. But if Micah Parsons is there, he's got to make the decision. Do I fit the guy? Who but, but question. Actually, no, continue, continue, continue. Yeah, and then, and then my last one I was just going to say is um, uh, Najee Harris. Najee Harris could definitely be seen 16 by Arizona. Which would um, break your heart. Yeah, it would break my heart <laughs> completely. Um, it's going to break my heart where he lands because I know it probably won't be the Jets. I know we're going to mess up that 26 pick. Uh, but – it you gotta have a little faith, my boy. I, I, I when it comes to drafting, uh, I do, and then we get rid of the GM that drafts well, and we bring in shit. So Re- welcome, welcome to being a Philadelphia Eagle fan. That's how we. That's how we do. We we don't make no sense whatsoever. We have, we have your old uh, was advice. Exactly. That's exactly what you're getting. You're getting what we do. You're yeah. we're hey, listen, we're linked at the hip, fair weather fan. That's how we do. Hey, go Knicks though. Go Knicks. Go Knicks. Hey, it, it ended, but it was it was pretty good. It was a good nah, run. Go Sixers. Stop playing. <laughs> um. So let's let's compare our mocks. Let's do right. that now. Let's do that. Uh, our mocks are live. You can go look at them on Instagram, Facebook. They're all over the place. Posted Twitter, wherever you look. The at Fair it. Weather Podcast. Yeah, you can you can find our mocks there. Uh, KK did our we and I did our first round. We've got the same first. Two picks going in. We both have Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. You went Trey Lance, but I know you probably thinking more Mac Jones. Now I'm thinking more Mac Jones now, but that was you know that was a Tom French thing. <laughs> I went I went Mac Jones with three, four. You went Atlanta keeping their pick with um with Kyle Pitts. You don't want to win in the now. Yeah. I say they're going quarterback. I think they're going to take Trey Lance because they've been linked to that. And like I said, new GM, new head coach. You know, new new team, new me type of attitude there. Sit him behind Ryan, get him to teach what's going on there, get Julio there for another year, maybe get rid of Julio next year, and then develop chemistry with him and, and Ridley going down down that path type of thing. But if they're thinking about trading Julio, 
to me, that means they're, they're going to replace him with uh, Kyle Pitts. He's not a receiver. Obviously, he's a tight end, but he's your Travis Kelsey now. We lose yeah. Julio, get some draft picks, and now we have our our uh, Travis Kelsey. So I, I mean, I, I don't fight that one bit. I, I honestly think Kyle Pitts will go there. I think that's the right move. But I, I got the feeling that Atlanta's going to trade out of that spot and someone's going to move into that spot. That's my gut feeling to it. Uh, five, we got Panay Sewell, both of us. That's the obvious pick. But there's also rumblings of the Chase move. Shamar Chase because yeah. t- Burroughs of a Chase fan. So making homies up with homies. <laughs> so we, we, we both said Sewell. At six, you said Chase. I said Pitts. Pitts would look nice in Miami, in my opinion, for Tua. But now there's also that what if um, Sewell's there, they could take Sewell. And then yeah. Basically, if you don't really need something and Sewell's there, please go get Sewell. Like, come on. <laughs> go get him. He's that good. <laughs> They're grading him as the best offensive lineman in a while, too. In a while. Yeah. Generational talent. That's what. That's the, the term generational talent. That's what that means. <laughs> Yeah, seven, you made a trade. You said Broncos are going to move up to get Justin Fields there. Yep. And I say Jamar, I just I just went down the line. I kept this, I kept it simple. I said Jamar Chase goes to Detroit. They get the receiver that they want. Eight, we both say Slater. Yep. We both, we both said that. Nine, you put Detroit there getting Devontae Smith breaking your heart. Uh, I put Justin Fields there at nine, falling to them. We both have Sertain at Dallas. Uh, you put Vera Tucker going into the Giants. I put Jalen Waddle falling there. Why they need a wide receiver, I don't know. Originally, but... I had Jalen Waddle too, but they don't need a receiver. Like they don't. They, they don't. don't. But but they're the Giants too, they're, man. Like, yeah. They love high power offense. So. That's why the like the Cowboys. They got CD Lamb. Well, y'all ain't really need CD Lamb. Y'all need other things. Defense. <laughs> you put Waddle. I made your dream come true. I put Devonta Smith there because I think I honestly think he's gonna fall. I Listen, gonna you know what I told you. Devonta Smith, my favorite player in the NFL, and he's not even there yet. So, yeah. Barrett Tucker, I put you put J.C. Horn going to. I like that pick actually. J.C. Horn in in uh in Southern Cal would be nice. I yeah, that it looked it looked it looked it good when I put it on the list. I was like, ooh. That looks, was good. <laughs> look at the color scheme I put too. It looks really nice. <laughs> Quiddy Pay to Minnesota. I put Darisaw. I think Go they blue. need a the line there. Um, we both said Micah Parsons to the Patriots. You have Greg Rosso going there. Rousseau. Rousseau, my bad. Sorry, Miami people. Uh, <laughs> I put JC Horn. I think they need a corner now that they got rid of Patrick Patterson. They got to have somebody fill that void, get a lockdown corner. I think he's pretty good at that. No, wait, 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 whoa, hold up. Never mind, you get, you get, you, you're right, you're right, yeah. Uh, you put Jeremiah Owusu, whatever his name is. Say that right, he's Nigerian, you better say that right. Koromoa, that sounds like a- Koromoa! That sounds like a Samoan name right there, man. People used to think I was Samoan when they saw my name. So you put Las Vegas <laughs> him, I say they go O-line with Alex Leatherwood. I put Quiddy Pay at 18. You put Derisaw there. You got Mac Jones falling 19. Respectable place for Mac Jones. <clears throat> I put your Nigerian boy there that you said that the Raiders were gonna get. JOK. He ain't no joke though. <laughs> we, I think we both, yeah, we both said Tevin Jenkins for Chicago. 
goofy white boy that can or half breed that can block. It looks. I can block exactly. <laughs> he, looks, he looks like a bear. He looks definitely. Like a bear. Um, Samuel Cosme, you said. I said Jackson Carmen. I feel like he's gonna actually be one guy to rise in the draft because he blocked for Lawrence. So yeah, no, yeah, Jackson Carmen. Yeah. We both said Jalen Phillips to the to Tennessee, even though they are linked to a receiver. They're like highly, highly linked to a receiver right now. Because they got they gave you Corey Davis. Yeah, and uh, AJ Brown needs like another guy out there with them. So now, I mean, I can see that. I can see that. That's I probably can, where Tony will go. Yeah, Tony could end up there. Um, Mitchell is falling out of like favor because of all the shit that he's like doing, and I think he has like surgeries on his ankle and stuff that people aren't like viewing first round capability too. Yeah. We both said Najee Harris. Probably won't happen. But I did that for you. Thank you. I did that one for you. <laughs> Pittsburgh, we said uh, Travis. Et, et, I, I can't ever say his name. Etienne. Right. <clears throat> Etienne, yeah. Uh, you put Trevor Morig at Jacksonville with 20. Javon. And I put Jamin Davis because I just like that name. Plus, he's a beast. Uh, 26, Zayvon Collins. We both said Zayvon Collins there. That's a good place for him to fall. Makes sense. Backer. You said Terrence Marshall at 27. Terrence Marshall Jr. He go people have I've been seeing that he's been linked to them. Listen, you know, he, they like they don't like small receivers. Mm-hmm. They like big boys. And that's why Hollywood Brown's not working out. They need yeah. a big boy receiver to go get that ball. I said Jason Owe, uh 28. I said Christian Barmore. You said Caleb Fairley falls there finally. I did say that. Uh, we both said, I think we both said, yeah, we both said Greg Newsom for the Packers. Now they're highly courting, I think, Bateman from the uh, Rashad. Rashad, yeah, I think they're looking at a receiver now. Oh, Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore is a, is a beast. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I just read today. Um, help me out with this Nigerian name that we both put for Buffalo. Aziz Ujirari. Okay, that's what we both said for Buffalo. <laughs> Baltimore. I, uh, you said Barnmore. I said this is where Tony goes, and then I said uh, Greg Rousseau, and then you said Levi. Say it again for me, brother. Oh, Ruiz Zeraka, <laughs> nice job, boys. We got yeah, those, we, we do this, man. Nigerians be running sports, man. Nigerians See, but y'all y'all don't want to hear it though. But uh, listen, I'm gonna go back to your um, which one? I, the ball? Who you you put Baltimore getting Tony? I say I think Tony's the guy. That you know they, why they won't get Tony? Because they already have a Hollywood Brown. Yeah, they don't need a Tony. They need a. They need a big. There's a re, think about it. Who did they bring in last year in free agency? Old, old guy. Des Bryant. Exactly. Des Bryant is 55 years old. They're trying. The reason why they brought him in. Remember when they had Anquan Bolden and they want a big boy receiver that can go get that. Terrence Marshall, six foot three. That's a boy that can go get that. You know what I mean? So, Kadarius Tony wouldn't make sense for what they're trying because they already have Hollywood. You know, so they have Mark Andrews because that's why he has Lamar has so much success with the tight with the tight ends Boyle and, and Mark Andrews, and he will have a lot of success going down the field toward Terrence Marshall Jr. Hollywood Brown could take the, a lot of the underneath. The running game is going to be started again. So to me, that one makes a little bit more sense. How tall is Tony? Tony is like what six foot. Yeah, he's he he he, that. he he might be smaller. Hold on, hold on. five foot ten. No, my, yeah, I, I lied. I lied. I lied. 
I lied. Let me six foot. Six foot. Yeah, that's right. Six foot. So he about he about five ten. Then. He's probably like five ten and a half. <laughs> I thought it was Bateman. They got to listen at six ten one eighty. I thought it was Bateman. Bateman, he's about the same height. Rashad's not a big boy either. Hmm. Hold on. Let me let me let me ask my uh six two. Oh. I think Bateman could be the guy then. If that, I would ret- I retract Coney and I put uh uh I put him in there. Bateman. I'm still with I'm still with that. I'm, look, look, I'm gonna be right. Terrence Marshall Jr. I'm not mad with that pick. I mean, the LSU guys do shine. So, hey, hey, do, we, we the Eagles are linked to were linked to Terrence Marshall Jr. in the second round because we got the 37th pick, which is what five after the uh, fifth one in the first in the second round. So, if he's there, I know we'll probably go get him, but we. Basically, the reason why, so in my mock, I put J.C. Horn. You put Devontae Smith. The reason why I put J.C. Horn is because I know they're high on getting a corner in the first round. There's been there's been uh, people saying that we're going to trade up, like probably Detroit, to go get Patrick Sertan so that Dallas doesn't get him. I've been seeing that. So we probably it's, it's either we trade up to go get Justin Fields or something, which – I would not be excited about, even though I like Justin Fields. Uh, or we're going to get Patrick Sertan. But if so if we get Patrick Sertan in the first, the expectation is that Terrence Marshall Jr. is going to be there in the second. Because that's what they want. They want a big boy receiver or a generational talent receiver. Devontae Smith, to me, is that kind of player, this generational talent. So, But I think Terrence Marshall, to me, makes a lot more sense for Baltimore it was available at 31 or I, I got to go in 27, but it could be Christian Barmore goes 27 and then they get Terrence Marshall at 31. I think, you know how like each year you get like sneaky guys coming into it. Like yeah. the, the top guys fall and then teams start to panic. And like, yeah. We got to take this guy, even though we all know he's a day two or three. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a day we, he, we got to get him. Yeah. No, no, I, I know, but, like, I, I think Marshall, in my opinion, looking at the lay of the land, is definitely a day-two pick. Think about it. I'm but an Eagles all, fan. All I'm trying to say is that I think that a lot of receivers now are going to enter into the first round. Like, now, I think Marshall could go in. Listen go to in. me. I'm an Eagles fan, right? Mm-hmm. Jalen Rieger was not a first-round talent or first-round mention. Our dumbasses got stupid and desperate. Like, oh, we got to draft the receiver that's not named Justin Jefferson, who's right. Minnesota picked right after us. And we go get Jalen Rieger. You know what I mean? So, to me, it's not surprising to see a, a day two receiver slip right into the, into the first round because there's a dumb team that makes a dumb decision every yeah. day, every year. So It's true. It's true. I'm not fighting that. I'm really scared with our 23rd pick, man. I don't. I really hope we keep it, and I hope we we draft well there. But what's the matter? Y'all, y'all going to draft the punter? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's really not going to happen. But but I Joe mean, Douglas is going to make sure y'all get that punter. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the script. Um, so we did our mocks. Uh, we explained, you know, that uh, expectations. Let's do expectations uh, for our teams. You want me to go first and what I expect out of my teams? J-E-T-S, let's go. <laughs> just, just, just end the season, man. Um, so, two, we all know it's going quarterback. Everybody yeah. knows it has to be quarterback. It's pretty sold on Zach Wilson. There's, like, that slight 
3%. It could be Justin Fields, maybe. I think it stays Zach Wilson unless something catastrophically changes tomorrow. Nothing changes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be Zach Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Unless we unless we catch a Zach Wilson with the bong mask on, then they Laramie Tunsil style. It'll be some crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, Zach Wilson. And then twenty at twenty three, it's um, it's very interesting what could happen there for us because, yeah, I want to stay offense, but realistically, we need everything. We need everything there. So like, if a guy like Greg Rousseau falls to us, like snatch him up. If yeah. Quiddy Pay is there, snatch him up. Quiddy Pay, nice. Go blue. Pay is nice. Yeah. Uh, if a good old lineman is there that we we are coveting and is on our draft board, get him. The only guy I really don't want to get, and I know he'll probably be good, but he won't make an immediate impact, might be fairly, because that back surgery really scares me. He sat out the entire year for COVID, too. I mean, I know he got it done during COVID, so like he got it out of the way, but Back surgery really scares me. You know, that's a that's a big major. You could easily go to paralysis. Your back controls your whole body. <laughs> so he's a scary one, and I hope that's one that they don't take the gamble on. I want him to get paid. I want him to get his money. I want him to be on the NFL team. But if the Jets make a make a gamble on him, make it a day two gamble, not not in day one. I, I can't have that happen. So so you, you have him as like a potential drop candidate then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told you that. I, I could yeah. see him dropping to the second round. Okay. Um, my gut tells me they're going to take defense with that second pick. So all I want them to do is take the best available there. Whatever's there and it looks good, do it. If Najee Harris is there, please draft him. If there's some insight, God, I hope if you're listening to me, if there's some insight that he could fall day two and be our second pick day two, please take that. I want that bad. That's what I really want. I don't need Travis Etienne will be fine if you get him. Don't worry. Devonta Williams is good too, but I I like I'd rather Najee Harris. Javion Hawkins, Shubba Hubbard. There's some good running backs out there. Don't don't be so don't be so pressed on getting one in the first round. I know, but at that point, at that place position, I'm okay with it. But enough of me. Expectations for the for the Eagles at at that pick. So we've been linked as a football for, uh, club. We've been linked to getting an Alabama player. Name that bounce. It's our new game show. <laughs> Name that Alabama player going to Philly. Basically, what's gonna happen? They're because you know you sent me that stupid ass video when they draft. Anyway, when they drafted Jalen Rieger over Justin Jefferson, and everybody laughed at us. What's gonna happen is that they're gonna be asleep for eleven rounds, and then they're gonna wake up. They're like, oh, it's time for us to draft, right? And open up the laptop. Name that Alabama road top player that's available. We even linked to Christian Barmore, by the way. By the way. So, whoever's on the on the board, it could be Jalen Waddle. God, I would not be mad if it's Patrick Sertain. But who I want, expectations versus what I want is two different things. Devontae Smith, that boy, that's he's different. Like, he's so humble. He... Uh, he has a Nissan Altima, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm good with my Nissan Altima." I'm like, "What, Devontae? Uh, that stuff like that makes me happy. You like, low key, you're not a diva receiver. You're gonna give if, if we have to keep. Um, oh my God, what's his name? Our quarterback. Give me the name again. Jalen Hurts. How do you? Jalen Hurts. Listen, for whatever reason, I guess I'm not in love with Jalen Hurts as our quarterback because I always forget his name. I'll tell you, Sunfield's name. <laughs> I'll tell you 
uh, Ron Jaworski's name, but I will, I'll forget Justin Fields' name. Uh, but Justin Fields, he's going to give him time to kind of, like, oh, Devontae won't give him a hard time like T.O. gave McNabb. Um, Jalen Rager, he's healthy maybe, you know. But Devontae, that, that's the dude. That's who I want. What I think we're going to do if we don't trade, J.C. Horn. That's not a bad pick, though. I don't want J.C. Horn. Road tie. Give me Sertan so the Cowboys don't get him. Give me Devontae Smith because that's my favorite player in the NFL. Or give me Jalen Waddle because he – Devontae Smith that said that Jalen Waddle is faster than than, than Ruggs. Devontae – Ruggs ran a 4-2-7-40. And I don't think Jalen Waddle ran his 40. And he said Jalen Waddle's faster than Ruggs. But I don't like speedy receivers. But – because unless they're Tyree Hill. Me personally, bro, just give me Devontae Smith. So you want a receiver, regardless. I want I want Devontae Smith. He, wanna... he could play he could play kicker. I want Devontae <laughs> Smith on my team. Devontae uh, Smith's character is what I want because that's what we don't have in Philly right now. We need to build around him, and I'll be happy. That's a that's a good character to have, and um, I'm honestly not mad with the pick of that. That would be my that's my place honestly for him to land would be there, bro. You know I, I want to get I want to get rid of Howie Roseman so bad, but if he drafts Devontae Smith. I'll freak, I, I'll give him two years, three years, where I won't say another bad thing about him. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, look, Howie, that wasn't your fault. That was my fault. Or Howie, come to my barbecue. I would never give Howie a bad time again if he gets me Devontae Smith. Because he's not going to be able to get me Kyle Pitts. So get me Devontae Smith. So one last segment before we we uh sign off. Uh there are four teams that have two picks in the first round. Jacksonville, New York, Miami, and now Baltimore. What team do you think – I mean, you could throw any team in there in the first round, I guess. What what team do you think will have the best draft overall? I would say overall. You know oh, what team's going to have the best draft? Baltimore. You think Baltimore? Somehow they always just figure it out. Maybe. It's gonna be one of those teams that because you know Jacksonville, we know who Jacksonville's gonna get. Okay, so it's easy to say, yeah, A plus, you know, because of the draft grades. Oh, A plus Jacksonville, right? But it may not be that simple because it, it might take time, right? Baltimore, Cleveland, Browns, maybe too, Pittsburgh. Like those NFC, those AFC North teams, they always just find a way to just kind of be like figure it out. Uh, notice how I didn't say the Bengals because the Bengals yeah. are not like built like that. But Baltimore, they got two picks in the bottom. Um, they can turn those two picks into something else, but those two picks, they're gonna get exactly what they want and they're gonna get exactly what they need because Baltimore seems to always do that. They get what they want and what they need. So that's why I had it where they somehow get Christian Barmore because Barmore, to me, is a top 15 talent. And they're going to find a way to get him and integrate him into their defense, which would be perfect for Lamar's defense and then perfect for Lamar's offense, big boy receiver like a Terrace Marshall, who at now we, we're like, eh, we don't know. But by week eight, you're like, oh, that was a great pick. So I got Baltimore as my, like, the one that can actually win it. 
And then Cleveland as a wild card because I don't know they they fig- they figured it out in Cleveland. I'm sticking with one team. I'm sticking with the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins have like the best. Like if you look at the first round positioning, you're absolutely right. <laughs> they they traded they traded out of three. Like Laramie Tunsil is a, a a blessing in disguise. They just inherited so many draft picks for him, and then they traded out of three to go down to six to get more draft picks, and now. They have the sixth pick and the 18th pick. 16, we know they'll probably go offense unless, well, Sewell is offense. They'll go O-line there on the offensive side if he falls. But they can easily get a Jamar Chase or Fields there. I mean, not Fields, um, uh, Pitts there if he falls. And then at 18, one of these defensive players are going to fall. It could even be Micah Parsons to fall there. It could be yeah. Quiddy Day. Somebody could be there for them to get. No, you're, you're, you're right. And then Eric Flowers too. They just traded him, so now you get more draft picks for that. How confident are you in their in their in their front office? They they, they did a good job willing to deal it, but are you that confident with them with with uh, looking at talent in, in college? Well, I wish Mike Tannenbaum was there to fuck things up. So Mike Tannenbaum is gone. So I think the front off. Like I don't know anything about the. I know the head coach. I like the guy. He's you know he's black, but his last name is Flores. So I don't know how this works. Brian Flores, yeah. yeah. So he's got a Spanish last name. I'm rooting for the guy. Um, the locker room seems to really, really like him. And it's a good young team. And, you know, I, I, I don't like the Dolphins. I do like Tua. And I hate seeing people shit on Tua. So I just want to see Tua do well. And I want to see him do well with some toys. And if he does well with toys, I hope he can silence those people. But their draft positioning right now, they're they're set to do very, very well. They're in a great draft position, but we don't know what they're going to do with those picks. I feel a lot more confident in Baltimore's drafting than I am in uh, Miami's drafting. That's that's just me, though. I like I like Baltimore's, too. I think Baltimore is uh, is very intriguing. They always get rid of big name players and bring in. They're very they're good. The linebacking, like the linebacking situation there, get rid of a linebacker, bring in a linebacker type of thing. You know, we get rid of Judon, but we're going to bring in this dude and he's going to, he's going to rake havoc all over the, all over the field. So I think, I think Baltimore is another good one. If I had to pick and I I can't say the jets, like I want to say that they're going to be good. We have a lot of picks this, this draft, but (laughs) I'm not confident in anything that they do. But yeah. All right. How Big confident are you in Zach Wilson? Honestly, honestly, I'm not confident. I'm not confident because there's no protection outside of Beckty. That's it. Yeah. There's no other protection. So yeah. that's why I was saying, if we imagine, imagine if we kept Sam Darnold. I know you always knock me for saying that, but imagine if we kept Sam Darnold and we drafted Sewell and Beckty. You're starting to have the making of a good offensive line then, and then go get those pieces in the second round to throw around him to throw to. So. It all comes down to protection to to Zach Wilson. You got to protect this guy, otherwise. But he could get he could he could protect. Not he. I don't know. The film says he can get out the pocket and protect himself. But he's small too. He's not. He is small. Oh yeah, he is small for sure. That's why he said he. I say he could be the Mitchell Trubisky of this draft because I think he's top. I don't think Trubisky's not talented, but to me that they just lack that. You know what I mean. Beck, I don't Beck, see it in Zach, and I definitely don't see it in, Tr- in Trubisky. So, Becky is is fucking a torso and a and a head taller than him, man. Like, yeah. can't even look over the O line. That's going to be a problem. I mean, so, Russell Wilson's five foot ten. Yeah, I mean, Drew Brees. And, there, and you told me that's a comparison. It was Russell Wilson. That's what they compare. I'm not saying that's his comparison. That's what that's you what told me. Compare. So I have to go with what you told me. He said his last name is Wilson. 
His name is Wilson. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sold on it. Don't it, it's hard to come for great. It's hard to compare someone to a great. That's the hard thing. To, like that, right. that doesn't make sense. You gotta, you gotta find a like, like we compared Derek Fisher to who was it the other day? That was uh, a to, uh, who was it? That was a great Edelman. 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 That was a great comparison. Yeah, that was a great, Edelman, amazing comparison. Great comparison. So. To, to, to come out and say that this guy is Russell Wilson caliber, first off, Russell Wilson went like what, third round? Fourth round. Fourth round. Yeah, Fourth he round. Went the, That's why round. I said the, the best talent you're going to find is not in the first round, doesn't give you the, of course, is third, fourth rounds where you get the, oh, damn, you yeah, dropped to him. Yeah. There's there's good players. It's the, it, all, it all ends up to, to coaching and it all comes down to the players' mindsets. And your front because office, your facilities, got, all that stuff. <laughs> we got that guy from Florida a couple years back, the defensive end. I think we got him in the second or third round. I can't remember his name. He was a defensive end. Joshua Polite. Polite yeah, yeah. And I remember watching him. I was like, oh my God, we got this guy on a steal. But he's an idiot. He wouldn't read the playbook. He'd be late all the time. And I mean, you got to come to work prepared to do your job. That's what the Raiders found out with Jamarcus Russell. They mm-hmm. gave him, they gave him like something to go study. And he, I guess he's like, I forgot, I forgot how the story goes, but long story short, you can't just go off of film and you can't go off of what you saw on Saturday. Because maybe that's why Justin, like I said earlier, maybe there's a reason why Fields is dropping. Because he's probably like, oh, they're probably like, oh, we don't really know about him. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I hope that's not the case, but they might know something we don't know. I mean, they're with these players a lot, 24, not 24-7, but they're interviewing them. They're, they're going to the combines and pro days and all this stuff. So there's obviously something that they see that we don't see. But a lot of people always slip through the cracks. The Tom Brady was drafted sixth round, 199 overall from the University of Michigan. So, <laughs> these things do happen so yeah. yeah i mean you you definitely find sleepers later on i don't i don't fight that there's but you know there's a dime a dozen that come like in the very very late rounds of Correct. football um yeah. but uh i'm excited for the draft uh predict the pick is out now on nfl.com so you can predict the pick there if you want to make your predictions make it, yeah. my entire thing there yeah um We'll compare them on our next show and see who got the most right out of it in the first round. Getting probably them. gonna be me, but I I got Mac Jones wrong already. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, you you said it you said it on the show. You want to change it, which is which is exciting. If you say you want to change that pick, that's listen. Fine. They just gonna see what they see. I want to change it, but I put that in print, so you know <laughs> it's been um, published into the interwebs. I'm excited for for day two and day three, uh, second and third round. I like watching a lot too. Uh, I do remember where I was second round when we took Geno Smith in that round. And um, I remember where I was when we took J.J. Arcega-Whiteside <laughs> over uh, old boy from Seattle, uh, D.K. Metcalf. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, these things happen. Day these two, happen. I was there when we drafted Justin Fields on day two as well. Not Justin Fields. See, I did it again. What's Hurt. my quarterback's name? Jalen Hurts. <laughs> you see, subconsciously, I'm already thinking about other quarterbacks. I'm already thinking about other quarterbacks. I, I hate, I hate that. I hate that. No love, man. But um, yeah, I man. love. Hey, I, I love you. Uh, what's his name again? Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Jalen, I love you, bro. <laughs> draft draft will be going on this entire weekend, so it'll be a, a fun uh thing to watch. Will are you gonna be on um Plus's thing tomorrow? 
We gonna see, bro. We gonna see. We gonna see. We, we may be plugged in on. Um, we may be on. Li- we might be on live. Oh, I'll probably get a lightning game, but I'll I'll definitely make a FaceTime appearance and show my reaction to the Jets' two first round picks. Who the, lightning, who the lightning playing? I don't know. I just got tickets. I'm going with Sammy. Hey yo, Sammy, <laughs> let me get let me get something. Run something, run something by me. Uh, but yeah, man, that's that's the show. That's whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, you got something else? Really quickly. What's that? We got a quick fire five. Fire Your five. College. I mean, college basketball, where they go to basketball, college basketball, NBA players. You okay. thought I was going to let you off the hook. My boy Nick has been asking. So I got to give you a quick five. All right. Let's go. All five of these gentlemen were six men of the year. Okay. So they're relevant. Okay. Number one, he is the father of a one, Steph, Wardell Stephen Curry. Curry, where did Dell Curry go to college? NC State? Nope, Virginia Tech. Oh, for one, guys, he is not on his game right now. He is not on his game. Dale Curry went to Virginia Tech. Number two, this young man, or well, not young man, but I remember playing with him on video games. He's a great three point player. He was good in the post later in his career. Where did Rodney Rogers, number nine overall pick, 1993, go to college? Wake Forest. Oh, you got <laughs> You're looking good right now. He went to Wake Forest. Rod, A-Rod, you are on it right now. Number three, this gentleman right here, I love playing with him on video games too for some reason. I used to make a trade, and he was one of the people I made a trade for. Corliss Williamson. Where did he go to college? Number 13 overall pick, round one, 1995. Where was he drafted from? Arkansas. Sam, Wow. A-Rod still got it, my, my friends. A-Rod still got it. I'm surprised. Next one. Sacramento Kings fans, you loved him. He came off the bench and he, he, he backed up Mike Bibby and he did a great job. Where did Bobby Jackson go to college? You gave me Bobby Jackson one time. Where did he go to college? Minnesota. All right. There we go. I don't care if I gave it to you. We're doing six men of the year. I gotta see, I gotta keep you on your toes. Last Bobby one. Jackson I, won six men. Huh? Bobby Jackson won a six. He man? won six men of the year. Yeah, all right, I know that. I'm gonna give you one more. This young man, you're not gonna know this answer, by the way. Um, he won six men of the year in like the '80s, I believe. Uh, he won it twice, '87 and 1990. Ricky Pierce, he was a bucket. Where did Ricky Pierce go to college? I know the name. I know the player. I'm a guess. I'm give me two guesses. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Guesses. That's correct. That's fine. Georgia Tech. Nope. Ohio State. Nope. He went to Rice. <laughs> yeah, I, I Rice. So you want three for five? That's not bad. Hey, for somebody who hasn't done this in a while, it's not. It's not bad. For some, remember you. You ever heard that Big L uh, freestyle? For somebody tired, it's not that bad because he did a little freestyle. You know, I, I, ne- I was living in New York when I was never a fan of the Knicks. Yeah, Big L said that. Big L. I, I identified to that because I used to live in New York for a little bit too. And I was like, damn, I'm not a fan of the Knicks either. <laughs> anyway. I remember, I remember Vado said, I don't care who they get. I'm still not a fan of the Knicks. <laughs> like, you know, I can relate to this on so many levels, man. <laughs> Oh man! All right. both- that's the show now. That's the show now. 
That's the show. Give you the rundown. Twitter at fair underscore weather pod, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, the fair weather podcast. You can find us there and wherever you subscribe to podcasts, please give us a listen. Click that, smash that. Smash that subscribe and like button. Yeah. Howie Roseman, Devontae Smith. Don't don't mess us up, my brother. Joe Douglas. (laughs) We know we're doing too. Please, please take Najee Harris. Just draft him somewhere. Draft him. Draft him. Draft him at number two. Who cares? Do it. Do it. Pull the pull the fucking pull trigger. the trigger. All right, peace. Later. <laughs>